Good morning, Radiate family. You get to see my face one more time. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning on the day where we celebrate our anniversary. Uh, this has been uh, a really great month for us as we reflect on God taking us to the next level. Our theme for the month was next level. Repeat after me, next level. Come on, y'all, next level. At home, I want you to say it after me again. Next level. God is taking us to the next level. We believe it. We receive it. We want to make sure that we walk you through this journey that God has taken us over the last uh, month. We started with the setup. And with the setup, we understood that before we go to the next level, there are things that happen behind the scenes there's ways that we are being developed, being created, being crafted, being sculpted, that then when it's time for us to get to the place where God wants us to get to, we're ready to, live to, uh, to step up to the moment. And we looked at David in understanding that process. In the second week, we dove into a message called Not For Everybody. And we said that even though God wants for everyone to go to the next level, anyone can go to the next level with God. Truth be told, not everyone goes to the next level with God. Not everyone is capable of going to that next place with God, is able to go to that next place with God. And we looked at Abraham, and we saw with Abraham the four S's. Do y'all remember those four S's? We have to be prepared for shifting. We have to accept separation. We have to endure silence. And we must be ready to sacrifice. The third week, we visited a message called On the Cusp, and we started with the people of Israel who had left Egypt, the land of captivity, and now we're traveling towards Canaan, the, the promised land, where the Bible says the land of, uh, is the milk, land of milk and honey, their next level, and yet they found themselves in a place where they were almost there, but not yet quite, and we came to understand that they had to be okay with being in a place of waiting. And that in waiting, there's discomfort that happens, and we must be prepared for discomfort. But we must be also be watchful and mindful of wanting and wishing, of wishing for things as we wait for God that don't align with what God wants for us. And we saw that with the people of Israel. And as we walk with God, we need to be sure to remain close to Him. Because if we are walking with God and we begin to drift... We wander from him. And if you remember last week, our big thing was don't drift. Don't drift away from God. No matter what it is, stay anchored, stay rooted, stay tethered, stay tied, stay connected to God. Today, we are diving into the theme, next level. It's very easy to get caught up in the, in, in the emotions, in the moment of going to the next level. Being elevated is a great thing. You know when you get that promotion? If you've ever gotten a promotion, if, you've been, if God has blessed you to get a new job or a higher job at your current place of work, when you finally get that, if you drive home, the windows are down, the music is going, there's a sense of elation, there's a sense of excitement, right? The feelings connected to being elevated are a really important thing. And I don't want us for, for us to lose that. But I want us to hone in today 
on the things that we need to do as we are being elevated. Remember, we've talked about the before we were being elevated. We talked about, I mean, before we even get to that place, the previous stage. We've talked about what happens in the stage while we are waiting for the elevation. And now we are talking about when God actually takes us to that next place. What do we need to do? This is what I want you to understand today about the next level. If the next, and this is, has to be a foundational pillar, ready? Listen. If the next level is truly for you, if God has already set it aside for you, it's already yours. It's yours. He's distinguished it. He's put it apart. He set it aside just for you. See, one of the things about being a pastor's kid, especially being a pastor's kid in the Haitian church, and I'm about to out myself and out some of the people in the church. Uh, some of my friends are going to get at me for this, but they already know. It's not a secret. One of the perks of being a pastor's kid in the Haitian church was if you had good relationships with the ladies that were cooking food during the party, yo, you got to end. See, what y'all don't know is in the Haitian church, oftentimes, all the really good food goes to the adults. And then we get the macaroni, the rice, the chicken that they wouldn't serve the adults. They give it to the kids. The kids get stashed away in a little room somewhere, and they have to fend for themselves with the food. While the adults have all the real good food that we wanted. Well, I learned really quickly, you know, if I walk into the kitchen, talk really nicely to some of the people that were in there, ask them how they're doing, crack a smile, drop a God bless you. They would take a plate and set it aside for me. What do you want? What, what you want, baby? What you want? You want rice? You want grill? Fried pork? You want some chicken and sauce? You want a nice Haitian patty? Because the Haitian patties always go first. They would just put it aside, and I would come back to get it. You see, and some of my friends are looking at me right now and giving me <laughs> the side eye as we're talking. There is something about things being set aside for you with God that you need to take into context here. Ready? Let's jump into the text real quick as we walk in to the point of our message. As we read Joshua chapter 6, I want you to note that God says clearly to Joshua, I have, lay, I have set it aside for you already. Ready? Let's read uh, chapter 6 verse 2. And it says... Then the Lord said to Joshua, I have handed Jericho over to you. I have also handed over to you its kings and its fighting men. You see, your next level is certain because God has already done it for you. He's already put it aside for you. He's already uh, set it apart for you. But there are things that you still have to do to access that next level. Let's walk through those things. Ready? The first thing that you have to do, y'all, and I want you to repeat after me as we walk through our main points today. If you see it in big, big capitalized fonts, you're going to repeat after me, so be ready. Ready? And you at home, repeat after me as well. You need to first follow through. Say it with me. Follow through. I need you to say it like, say it with your chest. Say, follow through. You see, as we see the people of Israel, as they approach Jacob, they are reminded of the grandeur and the difficulty of taking over Jericho. The Bible tells us that Jericho had mighty walls, had mighty soldiers, and this wall that they had was impenetrable, right? 
it was uh, uh, from a tech, uh, from a tech, uh, archaeolo- uh, uh, architectural standpoint, it was one of the most premier forms of technology and architecture in the world. So, the task that laid in front of them was extremely difficult. There was no way that the people of Israel were going to cross into this next phase by their strength alone. It would be impossible for them to defeat the army of Jericho by themselves. It would be impossible for them to breach and destroy the walls of Jericho by themselves. And yet, before they even get to Jericho, before they even cross over to where Jericho is, God says to them, hey, yo, this is for you. You see, God had given Jericho over to them in the spiritual realm. God said, the will that I have for you on earth is already unlocked in heaven. Spiritually, I have already set the things in motion for this to be for you. However, in the physical, it hadn't manifested just yet. Something happened in the spiritual but didn't take place on earth just yet. Yet, How often do we find ourselves in a place where God has spoken to us and he's confirmed to us that in the spiritual, we, what we are asking for, what we are coming to him for, what we need is already ours, but in the spiritual. And then we look at the circumstances of our lives and we say, all right, God, if this is really already mine, if you've already given this to me, how am I supposed to get this? How am I supposed to take this? Is this really my time to go to the next level? Let's point out what God says to his people next. Ready? As they embark on the biggest endeavor of their lives. In Joshua 6, verse 3 and 4, God says this. March around the city once with all your fighting men. In fact, do it for six days. Have seven priests get trumpets made out of ram's horns. They must carry them in front of the ark. And on the seventh day, march around the city seven times. Tell the priests to blow the trumpets as you march. Listen to me. God gave the people of Israel specific instructions to do what he had asked them to do. He told them exactly what they needed to do to get to the next place, to the next level. In order to take hold of Jericho, in order to take hold of the promise that he had given them, he told them clearly. He told them concisely. He told them directly what the next step is. You see, sometimes, y'all, I'm be honest with you, God has already told you what you need to do to get to the next level. God has dropped that nugget in your brain. God has dropped that thing in your spirit. God has dropped that thing through confirmation or through a prophetic word or through some way, somehow. He has confirmed to you, this is exactly what I need for you to do, to go to the next plane with me. I've already unlocked it, but this is what I require of you to get there. A lot of times we get stuck in that place. Look at what Joshua says as we continue through chapter 6 in verses 10 through 15. Listen up, listen up. Under Joshua's leadership, he directs the people of God to do exactly what God asked them to do. Joshua gave an order to the army. He said, don't give a war cry. Don't raise your voices. Don't say a word until the day that I tell you to shout. Then you shout. So we have the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord carried around the city once. Then the army returned to camp, and they spent the night there. Joshua got up early the next day. The priests went and got the ark of the Lord. 
The seven priests carried the seven trumpets around. Uh, started out. They marched in front of the ark of the Lord. They blew the trumpets. Some of the fighting men marched around them. The others followed behind the ark and guarded all of them. The priests kept blowing the trumpets. On the second day, they marched around the city once. Then the army returned to the camp, and they did all these things for six days. On the seventh day, they got up at sunrise. They marched around the city just as they had done before. But on that day, they went around the city seven times. You see, if you want to go to the next level, let me tell you something. If God is asking for you to do something, if he's already set things in place and he's given you clear instructions, you have to be willing to follow through. You have to be willing to do it. You have to be willing to go from point A to point B. You have to be willing to go from the starting point to the finish line. Do exactly what God has asked you to do, even if it seems crazy. Hmm, let's get into that. Y'all, let me tell you something. For the people of Israel that were walking through the desert and they got to the land of Jericho and walked around. Can you imagine if somebody walked around your house once? What would you do? Some of y'all will be like, all right, what's up? Why are you walking around my house? What, like, what's good? Why, why are you here? Some of y'all would take matters into your own hands. I'm not saying what you would do, but you would do you, what you got to do to protect your family. Some of y'all would call the cops. Some of y'all would cower in, the, in, in your bedroom closet because you're afraid you don't know what to do and wait for them to leave. But imagine how, what you is this person crazy? Are they nuts? Why are they walking around? Imagine how crazy. The people of Israel looked, walking around Jericho in the name of God, silently. Imagine what the people of Jericho were thinking as they watched. These people must be out of their crazy mind. And I'm going to keep it a stack with you, take it a step further. As we experience our, celebrate our anniversary today, I'm going to be real with you. Some people thought what we were doing was a little crazy. Some people thought, right, when we started Radiate, it's a year old today. The pandemic is closing in on two years soon. People were saying, why do you start a ministry in the middle of a pandemic? People are not going to want to come to church. People are not going to want to attend. People are not going to want to, you should do something different. You should do something else. This is not the time. This, this seems like a crazy move. Let me tell you something. If God has called you to it, it don't matter if people think you crazy. It don't matter if people think you're bugging. It don't matter if people don't see what God is doing on the outside. You need to see it through because it's what God has told you to do. You need to follow through. Say follow through. Say follow through. Next, I need you to say this with me. Ready? Say have faith. Say have faith. I love this one. So simple yet so profound. Let's take a look real quick at Joshua and see what he says to the people when they march around for six days. Ready? On that seventh day at verse 16, Joshua says something that shows us his faith. Ready? On the seventh day, seventh time around on the seventh day, the priests blew a long blast on the trumpets. Then Joshua gave a command to the army, and he said, Shout, the Lord has given you this 
city. Not only did Joshua lead his people in following through, but he also, when it came time, demonstrated what it means to have faith so that the people can also believe in God when the time was right. Joshua set the tone. You see, after Moses died, right, we read last week about what happened and that the Israelites had to walk around for 40 years while they were on the cusp because they failed to listen and they wandered away from God. That included Moses. Moses didn't walk into the promised land even though he started the journey, which is another word for another time that I'm not even going to touch right now. But even though he started the journey, Moses died, and now the mantle was passed over to Joshua. And God meets Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, and he says this very clearly. He says, I'm going to give you all that you need to take this land, Joshua. I'm going to give you this land that you're looking at right now. I'm going to take you and my people to the next level. No one is ever going to be able to stand against you. You are going to lead my people. And listen to what he says in Joshua 1 verse 9. He says this, be strong and brave. Do not be afraid. Do not lose hope. I am the Lord your God. I will be with you wherever you go. There's another version that says, be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you wherever you go. And because Joshua was walking with God and God spoke to Joshua in his own time, Joshua was able to take that same faith when the time was right, go to the people of Israel and say, y'all, this is our time. This is the moment that God has called us to. You need to believe me. Let's go take this city. Have faith in me because I know what God has already shared with me. You see, as you walk with God, your faith is the founding platform for your elevation. That's a word for somebody right now. The faith that you have is the foundational platform for your elevation of going to the next level. When you step on an, uh, when you go to the, we don't go to the mall. Nobody goes to the mall no more. But I grew up in Rockland County, so if I say the Nanuet Mall, everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about if you're old enough. And, which I just aged myself by saying that, but we're going to keep moving. The, 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 in the Nanuet Mall, it was the biggest mall at the time for us, and it felt like a lot of walking, especially if you were with your mom and she was walking in Macy's and buying things and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, right? So the, 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 my favorite part of the Nanuet Mall was not the escalator, but the elevator. Because in the Nanuet Mall, the elevator was a see-through elevator. If you turn around, you can see yourself going up. And if you remember, as you go down, you drop below the fountain. I don't know if anybody remembers that. You drop underneath that fountain, right? There was something about being on the elevator that says, okay, I'm going to take a step onto this elevator, the founding platform that would be the mode by which I would rise up to where I get to, to the next level where I need to get to. The escalator, same thing. You step on the escalator, you step on that escalator, that's the founding platform for where you need to go. Your faith is the same exact thing. Your faith is the thing that moves you from this level to the next level. And just like Joshua, it's time for you to have a faith that is rooted in the immovable, powerful, all-transcending, next-level-taking platform of God the Father through Jesus Christ. You see, the Bible says, it says, there's an old-school song we sing, On Christ the solid rock I stand. What else? All other ground is, is sinking sand. 
You see, when you have your faith rooted in Jesus, and he's confirmed things to you, and you know what he has told you, and you believe in where he's taking you, that is a platform that will definitely take you to the next place that you need to go. I don't say that as hyperbole. I don't say that as, a, as just a statement, as a motivational word. I say that to you as fact. I say that to you as someone who has walked with God and seen God move in ways that I couldn't even expect when I simply had the faith to believe. Michael Todd says something crazy. He says, he says something about crazy faith, rather. And he says this slogan, it's only crazy until something happens. That's what the people of Israel were. That's what they were. They looked crazy until we get to verse 20. And in verse 20, it says, the priests blew their trumpets, and as soon as the army heard, they gave a loud shout. And then the wall fell down. People of God, let me say this to you. Your walls will start tumbling down when you follow through in faith. That thing that keeps you from getting to the next level, level with God, it will come crashing down when you follow through with God's instructions, with praise and worship and obedience in faith. When you believe with your whole being that God is not a man that he should lie, that he's going to do exactly what he said he was going to do, and he's going to do it for the fulfillment of his glory in your life and for the will that he has for you set on this place called earth. But you have to move on and do it in faith. Some of y'all have walls in your life and you can't get to that next level because you simply don't believe that God's going to take you there. You sit in a place of contemplation. You sit in a place of laziness. You sit in a place of, 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 of lethargy because you don't allow for your faith to be the platform to move you. You let other things keep you rooted. But let me tell you, God will break those chains. God will break down those walls. God will open doors. God will close certain doors when we follow through and believe that he is going to do it. Say it with me. God's going to do it. Let me hear you say it again. God's going to do it. And if God is going to do it, let me say this to you, and I want you to get this. Here's our next one for today, and I need you to repeat after me. Say, fight on. Hold on, 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 hold on. I need you to say it like you mean it. Say, fight on. Okay. Listen, y'all. People of God, my people, if there's anything I want you to walk away with today, it's this. When we follow through, when we have faith, and the walls come tumbling down, it's time for us to fight on. God gave you the instruction. You did it. God gave you the commandment to have faith, and you did it. When it was time to show up, God broke down the walls, and he did it. But listen to the next part of verse 20. There was a part of verse 20 that we left out. Ready? The priests blew the trumpets, and as soon as the army heard the sound, they gave a loud shout. Then the wall fell down. Listen to the next part. Everyone charged straight in, and so they took the city. You see, the trumpets were a war cry. The shout was a war cry. After the walls came down, they had to charge 
in. They had to go and get it. They had to be active. They had to go after what God had told them to do. You see, God can tear down every wall in your life, and I want you to be listening. God can break every chain in your life. God can weaken and, and place every enemy at the base of your feet, but you have the responsibility to fight on, to charge in, to press on. And I'm going to be honest, modern-day Christian living makes us a little lazy. We think that because we believe and because we worship, because we've done what God has asked us to do, that he's not only going to give us what we need, he's going to drop it on our lap, he's going to open us up for it, he's going to spoon-feed us what it is that we need. God is going to do everything that he needs to do to place the thing at next level in front of you. However, you have a responsibility to take it and charge in. I, I feel like y'all don't get where I'm going today this morning. You have a responsibility to take what God has given you, to own what God has given you, to possess what God has given you. Given you. Let me say this to you straight up. Own what God has given you. Own it. Own it. It's yours. He's placed it there. It's yours for the taking. He's giving you the time. He's taking you to the next level. He's elevating you. Just take it. Charge in. Press in. And let me say this to you just like Joshua said it. Be, God said it to Joshua. Be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Sometimes we can't charge in because we are fearful that we are making a mistake. We are fearful that perhaps what God has already told us is ours, is not ours. That's when we have to go back to what God's word says. And he says, be strong and courageous. If I have given this to you, you can have faith that it is yours. Go and take it. Say it with me. Go and take it. Say it even louder for the people in the back. Go and take it. But there is something connected to that that I want you to understand. Own what God has given you. Leave behind what he hasn't. Sometimes as human beings, we get really selfish. Sometimes we get greedy with our eyes. And sometimes we do take what God has given us and a little bit more. Because we in our own power think that we can see what God has given and says, you know, if God gave me this, he's given me this too. This is sitting right next to that. And God said I can have that so I can have this at the same time. No, 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 no. This goes back to what I said before. Only do what God has told you to do. And, and, and I want you to go back in your own free time and read Joshua 6, and then I want you to read Joshua 7, because that's another message for another time. But, but, but listen here. God gives the people specific instructions. Take the physical city. Leave and disregard the contents of the city, because I'm not giving you that. The people of the city, I'm not giving you that. The, the livestock of the city, I'm not giving you that. That is not yours. The only thing that I'm giving you is the promised land itself. Listen closely. As you charge in, as you go in, we can become overzealous. We can do too much. And we take not only what God has given us, but a little bit more. If you take too much, it can actually lead to your downfall and not to your elevation. Only take what God has given you.
Don't overstep. Don't overreach. It's not your place to do so. If he's given you permission, do it. If he's given it to you and said it's yours, take it. But only if he has should you be doing so. I'm reminded of some of my hardest moments in grad school. And I knew that God called me to grad school. And I knew that I would be on the other side. I knew that in order to do that, I had to follow through. And there were some tough nights where I knew that God had called me. So I had to finish what I believed had to be done. I believed in my heart that God had placed me there and that the doors had gotten open, not only for me, uh, not only for my benefit, but that God wanted to use me for the edification of his entire creation. And God, when God presented me with the opportunity, I knew that I had to fight on. I knew that I had to press in. I knew that I had to take what was mine. And I knew that I had to take what God had given me. This could be the same for you, and this is the same for us here at Radiate. Let me be honest with you, y'all. Whether it's because of the pandemic, whether it's because of our new climate in our society, it can be hard to believe that God has something great in store for you. It could be hard to believe that God has, there's been times where I struggled, God, do you really have something great in store for us here at Radiate? But God has confirmed not only through his words, but how he has provided for us. He has whispered, he has shouted, he has confirmed, and he has said, Lionel, I know where I'm taking you. So let me say this to you. God is saying to you right now, I know where I am taking you. I know where I'm leading you to. I know what I want you to be. Follow through. Have faith. Fight on. Because I'm taking you to the promised land. Let's be a people who do exactly what God has asked us to do. Follow through. Have faith. Fight on. If it's yours, take it. In this next season, as God takes us to the next level, I sincerely believe, and I'm speaking I'm going to speak in what I know about my God and how I've seen him work. I not only believe that we are going to be touching people physically in this space, I believe that God is going to be moving through Radiate in Rockland County, in New York, in New Jersey, on the East Coast, through the entire United States, and through the entire world in this next season in a way that we can't even believe. I believe that God is going to grow you in this season as we fellowship and as we worship and as we walk together, as we grow in faith. I believe that God is going to do something crazy in your life. Are you ready to go to the next level with God, with us, with each other? He's taking us there. Let's pray. Father God, wow, 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 wow. Lord, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise because we know that you are taking us to the next level. Father, give us the fortitude to follow through. When you give us instructions, God, help us 
pay attention to the details. Your word says obedience is better than sacrifice. Help us obey what you have told us to do. Father, help us have faith. In the moments where we have unbelief, Lord, speak to us our unbelief and bolster our faith so we can have faith to trust what you say, that you are good and you are taking us towards the promised land. And Father, when we get there and you have broken down the walls, God, give us the ability to fight on. Give us the wisdom to take only what you have given us and leave behind what you have not. Father, we thank you that you are taking us to the next level. We can't wait to see how you move in our lives individually and our lives as a body, as a collective. Lord, move. We are ready. Take us there. It's time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. People of God, say this with me one time. Say next level. At home, say it with me. Say next level. I need you to say it like you really mean it. Say next level. God is taking you there. He is taking us there. Let's get ready for year two, baby. God bless y'all. And I hope that he continues to move in your life through this week as you go to the next level.